Wednesday afternoon, and welcome to Wrestling Guild. My name is Chris Mayer Holtman. With me, I have Nick E. Anderson, uh, Mr. Anderson, even. How are you doing, Nick? Yeah, yeah I'm doing pretty good, you know. School uh, just started, uh, it feels like hell, but uh, yeah, that's just life, you know. Isn't that what school's supposed to feel like? I think so, yeah. So I think they succeeded pretty well. So. Yeah. There you go. We, we try to do our part, I think. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a group effort. Uh, <laughs> it's a group effort, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Nice job, guys. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about uh, the Impact Wrestling that was last week on Thursday. It was redefined. Mm-hmm. It was called, um, which is an interesting title, you know. They're really using this whole read thing. Um, before we had uh, redemption, yes, uh, and now we have redefined. There you go. Okay. Yeah, boom. And uh, people are saying that this was a. Uh, uh, people were saying that this was kind of like a new start of it all. Mm-hmm. So tell us, take me through your thoughts a little bit about what, what this whole, plot, whole whole show was. Did you think that this was a redefining moment in Impact history? Almost. In, we have seen some bad episodes, like we were talking and discussing just a couple of weeks later, uh, before, and uh, now we had this episode. I think they succeeded pretty well. Um, I think it was a great improvement. And this is kind of where the level has to be uh, for an episode of Impact. I mean, they shouldn't go, maybe, I mean, higher is always positive, but not any lower than this. I mean, this is perfect. I mean, good. Good stuff. You know, worth to watch. You're always going to want to watch until the last minute of the episode. And that's really what you have to aspire for, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right about that. One thing that I reacted to with that was what the, I thought that this show was going to be like a... You know, just a match by match show like mm. Redemption kind of was. And I mean, Redemption was a pay per view, but they've had these specials before, like a, like a special edition of Impact called like Sacrifice and stuff like that. Um, mm. So I thought it was just going to be matches and upon match about match, but it really wasn't. It was actually furthering some storylines, um, had some interesting twists and turns, and especially at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with you. Let's uh, what, jump right in, dive. Yes, dive, dive right in. Uh, first of all, it was Phoenix versus Brian Cage. How did you How did you enjoy this match? I mean, first match, you know, you're not prepared for it, and they just boom in your face, up in your face. Good match, hard hitting, high flying, both from Cage and Phoenix, but especially Phoenix. I think he did a great job, even though Cage is good as well. But I just want to point out. We had some good teamwork, and yeah, I mean, you can't really expect much more of this match. It was a good match, good, good stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, I think uh, people were saying, and I was listening to Killing the Town, uh, the podcast that Don Callis, uh, the presenter, uh, for or, you know, one of the announcers, 
obviously has, uh, and he was talking about you should really go out of your way to see the Phoenix versus Brian Cage match because Brian Cage is actually, they kind of let him loose and he was allowed to kind of do all those things that he can do. Uh, which actually gave me a little bit of high hopes for the match. I mean, I thought it was always going to be awesome. I think any match that involves Phoenix or any match that involves Pentagon Jr. is, is going to be awesome because they just elevate whoever they're fighting against. Although I don't know if I thought that there were things that Brian Cage did that we haven't seen him do before. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Good point there, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I mean, you can't, but at the same time, I mean, the match wasn't bad in any way. I mean, so you can't really complain that much. No, I mean, no, it no. It was a good match. I mean, you were satisfied. I was satisfied. They did some, they had some good stuff. I mean, yeah. Um, I can't really complain. I mean, I'm sorry, but I, I really don't have anything to say. I'm, I'm happy it was a good match. They did what they did. They have a really good teamwork. Yeah. Sometimes you know we have great wrestlers, but they have a shit teamwork and it doesn't just work. The match just doesn't work. Um, no, these, these guys know what to do, man. They yeah. know what to do. Absolutely. And then I think what was kind of, I mean, as many kicks to the head that Brian Cage took from Phoenix in one match, that's like, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> that's just impressive by itself, you know? <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think what, like, he, like, he stepped it up in the end, and that's really how he takes the win, really. I mean, because yeah. he was a bit passive, and then towards the end, boom, stepped it up a bit. The win. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree. Um, Cage wins with a top rope powerbomb, which was the first time we've seen him do that. Actually, it looks like he, he looked like he dropped Phoenix. But but he he landed. Oh, yeah. But I mean he landed well. I mean it wasn't he wasn't injured in any way. Uh, oh, then in uh, Pentagon Junior is uh, ringside, and uh, OVE come out and attack the Lucha Brothers, take him try to take him out. Um, mm. But uh, Cage comes in for the save, even though he's kind of he doesn't want to save. Yeah, I mean, he actually, like, he he was thinking about it, like, should I, should I not? But he actually jumps in and helps Phoenix in that. And I just don't really get that part, the connection. How does that work? Is, why does he want to help Phoenix when he just had a match with him? Or does he have nothing against Phoenix, maybe? Huh? I think that the idea was supposed to be that Brian Cage is not, he's supposed to be a lone wolf. I mean, he's not supposed to be... You know, part of anything. He's just supposed to be like himself, and he doesn't want to have any help or anything like that. I'm thinking we're going to look at a trios match between Brian, with Brian Cage, Lucha Brothers versus OVE. So that's what I think. That could work. Good, good, good thinking. Good talk. Yeah. Um, and then we take it to the announcer's desk. Uh, the crowd, the crowd uh, calls for Chris Jericho. He's like, mm-hmm. we want Jericho. I don't know if you know who Chris Jericho is. Does he have like a? Yeah, a podcast, doesn't he? Yes, he has a podcast, and you've yeah, it's really like successful and famous. Like a lot of people listen to that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I kind of know who it is. Definitely. But he's a he's a wrestler too. He was uh, he started his career in the, in the nineties, and he's like a really big deal actually. Um, 
not one of not, not like the rock mm. not like the rock or anybody like that but he's just like a, he's a big deal um mm-hmm. and he's been in new japan and he's been wwe and now there's rumors that he might actually go to impact and that would be a big get and the thing is with the reason why is that chris jericho was the guy who actually put scott demore and don Callis in charge of impact wrestling wow so he called he called yeah he made a call to anthem and so we'll see i mean that they're okay. they're going to have the chris jericho cruise that they keep me doing commercials for uh it's going to be impact versus ring of honor um chris jericho was at all in dressed up as pentagon jr and attacked kenny omega in the end so i mean there's stuff going on we'll see what happens yeah awesome. don callis don callis said that he'd give him a call uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, then we had like then, a, yeah, we had a little vignette for the tag match later on, mm, yeah. and then your <laughs> Bobo, my boy, my second boy, uh, first boy, uh, Mr. Grado. No, it's not Grado. Yeah, it's Bobo, right? Are you talking about Bobo? Yeah. Okay. Bo- Bobo co- well, Bobo comes up to the arena uh, driving a limousine with Scarlett Bordeaux in it, and this guy, oh, yeah. uh, Ron, won't let them in. But before, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we had that just before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I like Bobo, man. I mean, you gotta give it to him. He's, I feel sad. I mean, this poor guy is doing his best, you know. But at the same time, I, he he does it good, man. I don't know. It's just funny. Do you feel a con- do you feel a connection to Bobo? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just so funny because he doesn't say anything, but he just do, does as he's being told, and that's it. <laughs> no one asks how he is or how he feels or what he thinks. No, no one gives a shit. No, it's Scarlett, you know, you're, you're, you're carrying this and that. No. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, and then we had the GWN moment of the week, which was actually de- billed as the debut of Drew Galloway, which was a big deal when when it happened because Drew Galloway, who had wrestled as Drew McIntyre in the WWE, had been fired, and he'd been going around. He'd been going around the Indies, making a big name for himself. I mean, really getting out there. Uh, and then he met, he signed with Impact Wrestling. He was a big, really big get at the time. Uh, and this was deb- this actually debuted in London. That's why the arena, because their crowds in England have always been huge. Um, mm-hmm. So you had Grado fighting for his contract. Actually, was what kind of what the deal? He was supposed to defeat. If he could defeat Al Snow, he was going to get to stay in Impact. Mm-hmm. And he did. And then he get, they get attacked by the Beatdown Clan, which was. Loki, Kenny King, um, and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. And then Drew Galloway came in for the save with a big uh, lead pipe, uh, which he actually hit. You know, and everything. Yeah. It was supposed to be, you know, he was supposed to swing it and he was supposed to miss, but he, he mm-hmm. actually hit Loki yeah. behind the ear. That's why he, that's why he was bleeding. Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, it didn't go that well for Grado. I mean, match was really shit for him, right? I mean... <laughs> well, he he won in the end, but, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, um, okay, yeah. 
Uh, but throughout the match, I mean, he, he got beaten here and there, but yeah, somehow, of course, he won. So anyway, Drew, Drew Galloway, I remember seeing the picture. They showed, they took a picture and put it up on Instagram of Loki's head after he got hit with that lead pipe. <laughs> Did they have to get, like, pictures or? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was deep. Because, I mean, really, it's, it's, it was just a pipe that was made out of lead. I mean, it was a real thing. Yeah. Shit happens, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Then we were the OGs in the clubhouse. Uh, King is all worked up, and he's telling, like, yeah, you know, when it's the war zone, people get injured. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Is, he didn't care about that. He didn't care about that little kid. Yeah, that, that poor kid. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> The thing is, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like this is also getting a bit old. Uh, you know, OG uh, LAX. I don't know. I mean, King has been around for a long, long time. It feels right now, and <laughs> nothing is really happening. They're talking a lot of stuff, but we don't get to see as many matches. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting quite bored at this storyline. Yeah, I, I've got to admit, me too. I'm getting a little bit tired of it because the thing is that I've seen King or Eddie Kingston wrestle and. I mean, he's good at it, and it feels that it's a waste. I mean, he's good at the mic, too. He's really good at I mean, don't get me wrong, but it feels a little bit like a waste of talent not to have him in the ring, not to have him mm-hmm. wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, Just have him stand there talking. I mean, which is not, he doesn't talk bad in any way, but at the same time, like you say, you've seen him in the ring, you know he's good, yet they don't put him in the ring. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. They get a, he gets a phone call and has to leave and tells everybody to stick around. <laughs> and and this might be what, but this might be what furthers the storyline and makes it exciting again because I mean we see later in the show and we might as well talk about that uh, the L- that LAX are in the clubhouse and they're not happy either and then Conan gets a t- telephone call and leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm this yeah like you say this might have like a good impact. Uh, on the storyline. Uh, hopefully they come with something, a plot twist, but mm-hmm. as of right now, not as much interest as I had before. Which no. is sad, but yeah. Hmm? Yeah, but, but because we haven't really seen them wrestle. I mean, we, we've mm. seen them wrestle twice. They had a street fight, which was so-so. And, and then, I mean, we actually haven't seen them that much in action. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well. Um, a vignette for Su Young Ali versus Antessa? Hmm. It was, well, fine, okay. I mean, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't much. Wow, either. I don't know how you felt. I mean, these vignettes, they're good sometimes, but sometimes they're, like, repetitive. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, ah, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Tessa is interviewed. She's talking about bringing home the gold. Um, Eli Drake comes out and introduces Mr. Atlantis and Brandon Tidwell and says that they got lucky defeating the Cult of Lee. And he chooses Brandon Tidwell to face him. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, I mean, I don't know if you took notice of that, but when he came out, people were like going like, dummy, yeah, <laughs> dummy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was funny. Good quality. Yeah. See, because I'm a little bit worried that they don't really know what they're doing with Eli Drake right now. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no room for him going for the gold again because you have Ares and he's a heel. So you're mm-hmm. kind of wondering what you're doing with Eli Drake, and it's he's too good of a talent to waste Absolutely. on shit storylines. And, and if he keeps mm-hmm. getting shit storylines, he's going to go to the WWE. I mean, he will once his contract is up. It's mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah, because this like Brandon guy, you know, the yeah. guy who comes out later on the team, uh, they were jobbers, obviously, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I mean, he, okay, yeah, Eli they destroyed him and them and the whole team, and they got demolished and into pieces. But the thing is, is they're just jobbers, and Eli Drake is, like you say, on a whole another level. Yeah, and like one of the top ones, and yet to give him this, and like you say, it's gonna happen. It, you know, sooner or later, he's gonna go to WWE. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Eli Drake defeats them both with the gravy train. He takes out one and he takes out the other. Uh, then we had an interview with Moose uh, and Eddie Edwards. Moose is saying that you don't mess with family. Eddie Edwards says he wants to crack Killer Cross and Air Austin Aries skull with his candlestick. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Moose is really pissed in this segment. I mean, yeah. no joke. Like, this is good stuff. He really showed that, you know. Game is on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And then we had Tessa versus Ali versus Sue Young. How did you like this match? Uh, it was. It was. It was good. It was okay. I mean, some good and cool stuff, but there was sometimes where there were some like fails, some misses. I don't mm-hmm. know. The teamwork was really poor in this match. It was really poorly done. I don't know the performance. Uh, mm, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I think it was just a way. Tessa's for the... still impressed me. I mean, I still really, really like Tessa. What she does, she does it really well, and you know, talking and all that segment. But the, just the teamwork in this match didn't really do it for me. No, um, Tessa wins with the uh, roll up and holds the tights, so she cheats a little bit. But she's the new champion. I think that's for the better. Uh, mm. and, and she mm. cuts. A, she cuts a promo uh, after she comes back, and. Uh, yeah, that mm. was, she was really good. Actually, she was really good on the microphone. I think she mm. stepped up her game. Both. I mean, she she is really the star. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's a, soon gonna really be be the star of Impact. I mean, and she, she's like mm. twenty. She's twenty three years old. Yeah, and she's nothing, which is good because then you can keep her in the company for a long, long time. I mean, yeah. hey, I mean, she got to think forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, um, yeah. And then we had a, a, like a really weird segment where Gamma Singh was looking for the Desi Hit Squad with a broom, and then he beat them with a broom when he found them. And that was basically yeah. it. He's like, he, he said that they had to win by any means necessary, basically. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that segment, I got some flashbacks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, this was, they're just getting like beaten by the. Is that their father? Or what did we come. What did we discuss? I don't know. No, no, he's not. Father, he, no, he's not a father. He's just like their manager. Oh, their manager, because he's just okay. Sorry, he looks like the father. Yeah, okay. Their manager is insane because he's just beating the shit out of them and <laughs> thinks that's gonna help instead of learning them something. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, great stuff, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then we had an interview with Aries and Killer Cross. Basically, what they're saying is that they're gonna win. Aries is gonna defeat. Um, mm-hmm. They're like an unbeatable team. 
I like that scene really, man. I mean, yeah. you have Killer Cross standing behind Austin, and Austin, I mean, good, great talker, and Killer could just be behind chilling. I mean, yeah, it, it could be a really good team. Killer Cross is a good talker, though, too, you can tell. You know, oh, yeah, actually, what he was saying, like, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and then we go over to the smoke show. That's your favorite segment. It is. <laughs> I mean, what, we have, like, Grado being pissed? Yeah. Uh, oh, really no. Yeah. Well, he's he's kind of he's bringing Katerina and, and Joe Henry. Oh yeah, to the to the smoke show, and I don't know what Scarlet Bordeaux does. He gets like frustrated, and he he I don't know spills his water. He ejaculates. There's a lot of sexual innuendos in this one. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's, yeah, um, it's, it's it's funny and it's a little bit embarrassing at the same time. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. Scarlet is trying to like take Grado away from her his uh, girlfriend mm -hmm. somehow. I don't know why, but she wants to like make them have a breakup. Uh, she just trying to destroy him like that, and then, I don't know. She's she's just trying to separate them uh, mm -hmm. somehow. And why I don't know, but she she she's a bit evil. But at the same time, I just don't get how she has a smoke show and everything, but she hasn't even been in the ring. That's no. what I don't get. That is, that is but, really like. But, but the um, I think the GWN there's like a GWN kind of like Facebook page which isn't official, but they've been putting up a lot of like in-ring stuff from from Scarlet Bordeaux. One where she does like a Canadian destroyer on Trevor Lee, for instance. Okay, okay. So, okay, so, so so if I get this right, she she actually is in the ring in that, but just not in impact exactly. like in the episode? Exactly. Okay, okay. Okay, oh, okay. Uh, that's, um, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's, <laughs> then it's up to impact that have been, you know, it's, it's their management. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have Petey Williams versus Rich Swan. What did you think of this match? I like Swan, man. He's a good guy. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, was a, it was a cool match, but at the same time, Swan didn't really break his A game. It was. He didn't really take it serious, and that's really how Petey really won. I mean, because Swan is not a bad wrestler. I mean, really. No. Uh, and Petey, I mean, he didn't do anything special. We have seen everything he has done, really. No new moves, uh, as I can remember. Uh, yeah, nothing special. Okay match, good match. Really, yeah, I, I, mean, th I thought it was okay. I think it could have been a little bit more spectacular, but, you know, I think it was a filler, filler thing. Mm -hmm. um, Swan wins with a standing shooting star press. Then he cuts a pro at the back saying it's about his victory. He's going to be continue to he's going to talk continue to win until he gets the X Division Championship. And then Seidel comes out and says that he can help him open up his third eye. God damn Seidel with his third eye. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, and. <laughs> As you say, Swan actually is starting to talk, and I don't know if we've seen him talk that much before. But he no, he's actually not so talking much. for. A, so, so I mean, a great step forward, and he's not like a shit talker. He's pretty average. Uh, the interesting thing here is that you, they find uh, Moose's body laid out. He's been attacked in the back. 
So Eddie oh, Edwards. Yeah. So when we get to the main event, which is Aries and Killer Cross versus Edwards and Moose, we only see Eddie Edwards in the ring. Mm. And the match and starts. But he, I mean, he does, Eddie does well. Yeah. For being I mean, solo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he does well. I mean, we had, I, I personally think this was one of the best matches from this episode. You mm. know, hard hitting, brutal, perfect teamwork. I think the teamwork in this match worked really well. Um, and if I don't, if I don't remember wrong, I think Moose also joins later on, right? Yes, well, he Moose, jumps in. Yeah, Moose comes out and he, because this, uh, this was kind of an interesting swerve. If you didn't know what was going to happen, Moose comes in, he wants to tag from Eddie Edwards. Uh, Killer Cross is going to get the tag from Ares, but when Ares is going to tag him in, he jumps down like he's betraying Austin Ares, and everybody thinks that, oh, Killer Cross has turned on Ares. Moose comes in and is going to attack Ares, but he attacks Eddie Edwards instead, and it shows that yeah. Moose has joined Ed, Eddie, or he's joined Ares and Killer Cross. Yeah, they beat up yeah. Moose, or they be, yeah they beat up Eddie, no. <laughs> beat him with chairs, you know the whole thing. Yeah, and that that's also what I like about this match. Like, even though it was like serious in the beginning, we had a lot of plot twists. I mean, would you would you know that? Like Moose would go on Eddie's. I no, wouldn't know. I, I didn't know. It was a shock to me. This, yeah, this is awesome. I love plot twists. Uh, and then, like the audience were like, "You sold out! Yep. You sold out!" Yep. So it was, oh, it was good. It was so good. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, well, Nick, that was the end of that episode. What would you rate oh. it? I mean, we had like two good matches: Phoenix, Phoenix Cage. And the last one. The other ones were like, meh. I would most probably like say C, C plus. Mm-hmm. I would say C plus, maybe B minus. I mean, I think it was, it, it got some interesting things going, I think. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, we need to see. I mean, it's an okay episode. I yeah. mean, we have seen better, but we have seen a lot worse, like a lot worse. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they prove some bars and give us some more interest. Yeah. Well, Nick, that was it for this week. We were going to try to meet up uh, or talk to each other on Sunday to talk about on the Civil War. There are a lot of things happening. There's like the they were doing promos for media MediaCon in England during the show, and they've done yeah. There's lots of things happening, so we need to get back on the ball here. <laughs> After vacation. After um, vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Nick, uh, well, it's all there's left is to say goodbye. You can find us on slcdwrestling.com. You can find us on anywhere you find your podcasts uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that cool stuff. Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. And yeah, that's mm. about it, huh? That is pretty much it, man. I mean, to be honest, yeah. yeah. So, Nick, what do we say? Um, yeah, what do we say? Boop. We say boop. Uh, Just say boop. Nick. <laughs> okay, Nick, have a good day. <laughs>